the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. You have the nature of Jesus in you. The way Jesus behaved when he was here, he didn't retaliate. You have Jesus in you. You have that nature. Now let that nature come forth. Let the other nature be down, the lower nature. Let the higher nature, the born-again nature, the nature of Jesus, let that be projected in those times of hurt feelings. God will bless you. God will help you if you're leaning on Jesus, if you're abiding in Jesus. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Abiding in Christ, only there, only then, can we truly live the Christian life and be all that God wants us to be and have the Bible living within us that we will be living epistles or living letters that are read by all people, that when they look at us, they will see the Bible on two legs with two arms and two hands, two eyes, that they will see the Word of God coming forth out of your life. Now, this is what God wants for us, and this is what we want for ourselves, and it can be so by abiding in Christ. Only as we abide in the Lord can we have this wonderful, abundant Christian life manifested. So we're going to talk about how do we abide in the Lord. I want to know, I'm sure you want to know, so that we can do it. And it's not difficult at all. It's very easy. God doesn't ask us to do anything that is really, really hard. He makes it so easy. Uh, It may appear to be hard, uh, and it, and it, it is when we try to do it in ourselves. But when we have the strength of the Holy Spirit... We can do what God will ask us to do. We can do it, and we're going to. Now, every Christian, let me preface the message, every Christian has two natures. Do you know that there are two people living in your body? (laughs) Two people. No wonder you have some problems sometimes. (laughs) Which one am I going to see today? (laughs) Which one... Is going to come forth. You have the nature, human nature. You received that when you were born. You were born with a human nature. And then you were born with a Jesus nature when you were born again. And these two natures live in your body. And these two natures, they, they are in conflict with each other to see which one is going to be the dominant one. So there's a little angel on this shoulder whispering in. There's a little demon on this one. (laughs) You listening? You listening? 
And then you decide which one you're going to listen to and obey and do. See, you really have the power. Not the demon, not the angel, but you. God has given you something so tremendous, so wonderful, that he hasn't given to any other part of creation. And that is a will. You do what you want to do. You have a will. You have the power of choice. You are given this by God. So here are these two natures. We'll call the nature of Jesus the heavenly nature, the high nature. We'll call the human nature the lower nature. So here are these two natures. The high nature, you got that in you. You got the lower nature in you, the human nature. Now, the one you address, the one you take care of, the one you nourish is the one that's going to grow. It'll grow depending upon you. Listen, depending upon you, not the church, not the Bible, not even God. You make the choice. Now, the nature you feed and nourish is the nature that is going to grow strong And when the temptation comes or the difficulty comes, then that nature will come forth. Here's the higher nature. Here's the lower nature. You start giving all your time and attention to the lower nature. Finances, home life, job, career, recreation, pleasure, money, pleasure, recreation, career, Once in a while, drop in church. (laughs) Once in a while, do the Christian thing. And all of a sudden, your human nature is way up here dominating your life. All you can think about is me, my pleasure, my family, my career, my money, my home, my vacation, my pleasure, my money, my home. And there it is, way up there. And it's very strong. And anything that comes is always always, uh, looked at and assessed in the light of that nature that is strong. But on the other hand, if you know the word, pray, have Christian fellowship, work with God's people, that nature will grow stronger and stronger and stronger. And when temptations and difficulties come, you'll be able to push them aside, do the right thing, know that God is glorified, feel good in your soul, you won't feel guilty, you won't feel down on yourself. You'll say, look, nobody else better say this, but you can say it to yourself. If I were a Christian, why did I act that way? Why did I say that? Why did I behave that way? It's because you have fed and nourished the human nature. And all you can do now is respond in a human fashion. And so now you become upset with yourself, down on yourself, guilt feelings, and you wonder, I don't even know whether I'm a Christian or not. Hey, am I talking today where you and I live? Is this practical You're going out there in the world tomorrow. You've just come out of the world. You've got a lot of things, worldly things, business ventures in your mind, and you're trying to reconcile and work through and develop it and know the right direction to take. And all of a sudden, you dart into church and you get a little injection of spirituality, but that's not enough to pull up the spirituality. And then you go back out there into the world again and begin looking at the entertainment the magazines, the pictures, the lyrics and the music, you're feeding that human nature and it's growing stronger and stronger. And no wonder carnality takes over. And now we have a fight to try to live the Christian life, resist the temptations that are there. You become exactly, well, you know, there's a, 
I've heard a saying, you know, you are what you eat <laughs> spiritually and also uh, physically <laughs> and also uh, emotionally. So these two natures are strong within us, both of them trying to find an expression, both of them trying to outdo the other and become dominant. So here we go now. You have an outline. I want you to look at the screen. I want you to look at the outline in your Bible. Uh, I, I can mention a lot of things. I'm going to have a three-point outline to help us understand. Uh, and I think you'll get the picture and be able to understand how we can live this wonderful Christian life with, with enthusiasm, with power, with joy, and be victorious for Jesus and truly be the Christian that we claim that we, we are. First, let's look at some of the problems of prejudice. Has anybody ever experienced prejudice? All right. How do you react when it happens? Do you get angry? Do you get upset? Do you retaliate? Do you think that person is a stupid person? That person is an ignorant person? Uh, prejudice is something that we have all experienced and we will continue to experience. It's a problem of life and one nature in you will re- respond to those, those kinds of feelings uh, and those kinds of, of uh, temptations that come your way. Now, when I say all of us, I mean all of us have experienced these feelings of prejudice. We have all been prejudiced against What about racial slurs? Have you ever had a racial slur? A racial comment? I mean, it it, it burned. It hurt. It wasn't easy to accept that and still keep your composure spiritually and, and go on without saying something back. How about how about the 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 prejudice between men and women? There are a lot of women, just because there are women, the man sometimes will get the position and the woman won't get it just because of her sex. She's been prejudiced against. I've been in countries where people get their jobs and employment depending, uh, in some instances, some uh, employment agency, depending on how tall they are. Short people are prejudiced against. If you're you're a fraction of an inch shorter than what they want you to be, you don't get the job. So short people are prejudiced against. Prejudice is something that is part of the human nature. You're going to get it over and over until the day I suppose you leave this world. And I will too. We all will. But when that happens, how do you react? What do you do? What do you say? How about the elderly? We continue to hear how elderly people are ripped off, are prejudiced against. People uh, are, are, are mean to people in this world. So when the people are mean to you, regardless of the, your skin color, regardless of your sex, regardless of your height, regardless of how heavy or how skinny you are, when, when you receive prejudice and you're going to receive it. Friend, I'm talking today right where you live. You know what I'm talking about. How do you react? There will be a reaction. There will be almost a, what we call maybe a knee-jerk reaction. You'll think, wow. I didn't know that was in me, that I could feel that way, that I could say that way. How are you going to retaliate? All right, here's, how, here's some ways you're going to retaliate. You can become angry. You can give back exactly what you got. You, 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 there's, sometimes you get a hand gesture from somebody. and I mean, are you going to give a hand gesture back? 
I mean, I've got to say some of this. <laughs> when they slur you in some way, do you, do you give back? Do you give what you get? Uh, you can do that. We often do that. And then we get down on ourselves because we've done it and we wish we hadn't have done it. But it's done. It's out there. You can also, the second thing you can do is try to ignore it. Have you ever tried to ignore it? To no avail. <laughs> it just sticks in your crawl, doesn't it? <laughs> and there it hurts. And you go on and it just ruins the next few hours or the, the next day or so. Or the third way you can you can lean on Jesus. Can you say amen? amen? You can lean on Jesus. You can begin to look to him at that moment, knowing that you're a child of God. He will whisper beautiful things into your heart. He will affirm you and let you know that you're born in the likeness and the image of God. You look like God Act like God. Behave like God. Jesus will talk to you. He'll reveal himself to you. Now, the first two are the way we would act or react in the human nature. We would retaliate. We would give as we have received. Or we would try to ignore. That's the human way of doing it. But neither of those ways work. The only way that is going to work for you as a Christian is to look to the Lord Jesus and lean on him. Come on, say amen, somebody. Look to the Lord and receive the blessing of God. He will bless you and help you. Now, some, you're going you're to get it this afternoon. You may even get it before you leave church this morning. And then you'll say, boy, if those kind of people go to that church, I don't want to go to that church. <laughs> Have you ever been the one that did the offending? All right, we've got some honest people here. <laughs> Let's look to the Lord. Let's lean on the Lord. He will bless. He will help. He will bring us through. Now, how did Jesus react? We're talking about the nature of Jesus in you. The scripture says, and I'm going to turn over to 1 Peter 2.23. And I'm just going to read it to you. 1 Peter 2.23. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, listen, instead, there's, there it is. Are you getting it? Instead of retaliating with their insults and the things that they tried to do and Instead, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Put yourself in God's hands. Walk away saying, I'm a child of God. I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I'm in the image of God. This is God in me. Friend, the hurt feeling won't be there. I'm telling you this because I love you and I don't want you to be hurt. Don't want anybody to be hurt. But there are a lot of people being hurt. And then we go away with this guilt feeling because of the way we retaliated and we continue to hurt. Jesus did not hurt. The scripture said he was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, yet he opened not his mouth. You and I want to open our mouth, don't we? We want to get back. We want to give as we have received. Friend, don't open your mouth. That's human nature. Jesus was silent Jesus just looked at the Father. Now, you have the nature of Jesus in you. The way Jesus behaved when he was here, he didn't retaliate. You have Jesus in you. You have that nature. Now, let that nature come forth. Let the other nature be down, the lower nature. Let the higher nature, the born-again nature, the nature of Jesus, let that be projected in those times of hurt feelings. God will bless you. God will help you if you're leaning on Jesus 
if you're abiding in Jesus. You can't do it in yourselves. You don't have the strength. You don't have the power. You may get by once or twice by behaving yourself, but after that, you run out of energy. You don't have it anymore. Now, what about what the Bible says when the Bible says, love everybody? Now, that's pretty hard to do, isn't it? Actually, that's impossible. I'm to love people I don't like? Think of the person you don't like. I don't want to ruin your Sunday morning worship service. (laughs) But think of the person you don't like for just a moment. God says that you're to love that person. You say, oh, Lord, (laughs) you've given me quite an assignment. I'm to love people I don't like. Yeah, you're to do it. How do I do that? Ooh, I'm trying, trying. I'm trying to produce and push love out. I'm trying to push it out. Friend, if it isn't there, you can't push it out. (laughs) It's not there. The scripture says you are to forgive. How do you do that? I read that and I thought, that, that's impossible. I mean, there's, there's things that's happened that I, I can't forgive them for that. I mean, they're just too downright mean. <laughs> they knew better. They did it anyway. I can't forgive. But God says, forgive. Now, how do you do that? Only through the one who forgives, who knows how to forgive, the one who forgave you when you were mean to him. How about patience? Oh, boy. (laughs) Patience. How am I going to be patient? I have so many things to do. But really, how am I going to be patient with people? Do do you ever get annoyed by people? (laughs) Aren't you glad you never annoy anybody? (laughs) Nobody here has ever annoyed anybody. But but you've been annoyed by people, right? Like somebody said, if, if it weren't for people, this wouldn't be a bad place to live. It's people that cause all the problems, but not here. I'm not talking about anybody here. They're out there. I was talking to my daughter last week, and she was telling me how Billy, her son, was annoying her, frustrating her, trying to help him. He didn't get the message. He does the wrong thing. He messes up. She said, and I said, well, Rebecca, what I do when that happens, when I'm being annoyed by people, I I pray. She says, I scream. (laughs) 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 Okay, what about health problems? When health problems come, and health problems come to us, uh, we never know when when we're going to have a health problem. What do we do when a health problem comes? Stroke, heart attack, cancer diagnosis, surgery on your hip, Um, health problems. They they just come. What do you do when that happens? Do you say, oh, poor me? Sometimes we do have to have a little bit of a self-pity party and and go through it for just a little while, but don't stay there too long. Begin to look to the Lord. Abide in Him. Friend, there are things that you and I cannot handle that are going to come into our lives and really afflict us and hurt us, but we can handle it by leaning on Jesus, abiding in Him. Say it, abiding in Him. Say it again, abiding in him. It's abiding in Jesus that gives us the victory and the power to love the unlovable, to forgive the unforgivable. Jesus is going to come forth out of us exactly the same way he came forth out of the body the Virgin Mary made for him. It's your body now. 
but it's Jesus or there's that human nature. But you decide, I must keep telling you, you decide by the one you feed, either the lower nature or the higher nature, you decide which nature is going to be predominant and is going to rule in your body and rule over you. My grace is sufficient, God said to the Apostle Peter, to the Apostle Paul. Paul had a thorn in the flesh. Now, because it says flesh, we're inclined to think it was something physical. It was in the flesh. Some think it may have been malaria. Some think it maybe was poor eyesight. Uh, it was a messenger of Satan that buffeted him. Uh, there, there was something wrong. And he said, I prayed three times. Listen, oh, this is the good part. He prayed three times for God to heal him. But God had a better solution. You know, sometimes God has something better than healing. Do you know what it is? His grace. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. You never know when an organ is going to go bad in your body. You never know. None of us do. We live in temporal bodies. But regardless of what happens, regardless of what happens in our life, God's grace, his loving kindness is sufficient to carry us through any and all circumstances, circumstances that we cannot carry ourselves through, he'll take us through. He will be the victor. Let Jesus come forth in your life. Let him be the predominant one. He cares for you. He'll help you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I want you to read that on the screen. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You can't handle the insults, the racial slurs, the difficulties, the, the, the prejudice against male and female, against elderly people, against uh, heavy people versus uh, thin people. You, but in Christ, you can do all things. But apart from him... You're going to be defeated, defeated today, defeated tomorrow, defeated the next day. You're going to live in defeat. You may be a Christian, but it's your human nature that has taken over because you have given in and fed that human nature for weeks, for months, for years. Your human nature is strong. Now, you have enough of Jesus to get you to heaven, but you're going to live a defeated life. But my grace is sufficient, the Lord says. In all circumstances, God's grace is sufficient to carry you through and to help you. What about relationship problems? I'm going to close in just a moment. What about relationship problems? Like I said, if it weren't for people, (laughs) it's people. Aren't you glad you're not people? Now, God made us social beings. There's no way to get along in this world but to react in a social way because we are social beings. There's your spouse. Do you ever have any conflict with your spouse? I know everybody has an absolutely saintly perfect marriage. (laughs) Saintly, saintly all the way. Your co-worker. (laughs) Those relationships become uh, fractured. We have to put them back together again. Not at our own strength, but in the strength of the nature that we have fed and allowed and made strong in the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Christ, I can do all things. Say it with me. In Christ... I can do all things in Christ who strengtheneth me. God will give you the strength. He will give you the ability. He will take you through. He will help you. God is with you to bless you and to make you the Christian you want to be. And he wants to put you forth as a shining example. Here's a child of God. Here's how a child of God looks. Here is how a child of God behaves. Listen, friends. God will allow you to get in certain circumstances... 
You'll say, how did I get that? How did I ever meet a person like that? God made the introduction. <laughs> God put you with that person. Now, you know, and God knows what's coming out of you. If the human nature is coming out, turn to the Lord and say, God, I need some spiritual strength. God will tell you how to do it. God will tell you, start singing those courses that you sing in church when you're driving to work. Pray that God will give blessing to me. Pray that God will help me to get to church next Sunday. Pray, memorize the scripture. Get involved in Christian fellowship. Get involved in Christian service. Begin to feed that spiritual nature and that spiritual nature will rise up. That spiritual nature will dominate your life. You will live in victory. When there's defeat all around you, you'll rise above it. You'll be on top. You'll be victorious in Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of the Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.